<laughs> Losing Andy's probably not a bad idea. I mean, we might lose a whole lot of technical problems that we've had as well. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what? You guys have been trying to... You know you can't do it on your own. This, this is a problem. This is my show. You know you can't go solo. <laughs> Oh, we're not recording. You don't need to put on an act for us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we are recording. We've, we've, it's 35 minutes in and we've only just managed to start recording. Um, I think last night's electrical storms have caused a few problems with uh, with our computers. All three of us. Um, mostly Andy's, though, I think. Mostly Andy's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or is it just Andy? Maybe the electrical storm had something to, did something to Andy. Did he have to get his, the bolts on his neck replaced? You're listening to the Host Unknown Podcast. Hello, hello. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And uh, welcome to episode uh, 19, I think it is. Uh, the um, fuck off your big lamp, it's too hot episode. Uh, so... Uh, Folks, it has been a hot week, hasn't it? Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, it's just been raining all morning, and I think it's hotter uh, as a result, or certainly more <laughs> humid anyway. But oh god, I am melting here, absolutely melting. Honestly, typical white boy. Honestly, normally, <laughs> if it wasn't for lockdown, you'd be in in like Spain or something on the beach, saying, "Oh, I love a good tan. I love the heat. It's always raining back home." And now, like you're like, "Oh, it's too hot. I'm melting." No, come on, mate. You've seen me. I'm definitely built for winter. <laughs> you are, yeah. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> and I think Andy's built for Game of Thrones winter. I've never seen the show, so... Uh, I, I... Oh, all right. Well, that's fallen flat. God dear me. Popular references just dying there on, on their arse. So, Jav, how are you, sir? <laughs> well, I'm... fat people are harder to kidnap, you know. I am uh, kidnap <laughs> resistant for uh, travel that I do in uh, African countries. Yeah. But, but they like, feed you for longer if you crash land on a deserted island. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you get um, <laughs> you get high cholesterol as a result. <laughs> Jeff, how are you? I'm very good. I'm very good. Uh, I got some great feedback this week, so I'm, I'm quite happy. I was speaking to friend of the show, Graham Cluley, a couple of friend days of ago. Show. Friend of the show, yeah. And he said that he was listening to our podcast one morning while making breakfast for his uh, son in the kitchen. He had it on. And his son goes to him, Dad, what are you listening to? And he goes, oh, it's just this podcast that these other guys do and, and what have you. He goes, well, they sound like they're actually having a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, little does he know how scripted the fun is. <laughs> You it's can't right. squit fun. You can't yeah. squit fun. No. <laughs> well, well, I think I think your show notes would say differently, Andy. <laughs> I mean, oh, I've, oh, I've, oh, I've, yeah, there is a line in here. There is a line in here that I'm after. I have to read out in sort of you know faux shock and upset. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I being shortchanged on the stories this week? <laughs> Now, remember that phrase, folks, because you may hear it later on. <laughs> Andy, how are you, sir? I'm not doing too bad. Sort of, uh, trying. I know, um, I understand you've been travelling about quite a lot for work uh, in recent weeks, but I'm actually going to be travelling for the first time next week um, as we have me, a me client coming on site to perform an audit in a very short time. Ooh. 
Yeah, have you not been uh, getting in about and meeting with people? Um, not well. Only face to face with my lawyer. But apart from that, oh, right. um, I, I had it in my head that you were out and about meeting people. No, no, I don't think so. Not that I recall. Jesus, no wonder you got no I work. Think... <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got work. That's just it. I, I, I haven't got time to go meeting people. You know. Oh dear. And I had to see my lawyer about signing a contract with somebody. So. <laughs> I say my lawyer. He's a, he's, a, he's a friend of mine who who um who very kindly looks at the old contract for me. He's an absolute. Oh, right. So you're one of those people that uh, makes use of uh, expert time <laughs> as a favour, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, absolutely. It's a total quid pro quo. I mean, I helped his company through Cyber Essentials and didn't charge him. So you know, I think it's you know there is a quid pro quo there. But nonetheless, he's an absolute star and a gent. I don't know if you're listening in. Um, and uh, thank you very much for your help. So there's there's, there's your little uh, 15 seconds of fame, mate. And is he interested in sponsoring the show, just out of interest? <laughs> Do you know what? I'll ask him. <laughs> I'm wondering if ICJD Limited would be interested in sponsoring the show. <laughs> in, in fact, Ian, this could be you. Host Unknown. Sponsored by ICJD Limited. Ian. Doing our part for, for the small businesses. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> oh dear! How are you doing? This so, week, so you're travelling next week. Where you, where are you going? Uh, quite oh, far he's... away, actually. Oh. I'm off to uh, the distant land of Nottingham. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so when you say travelling, you just sort of mean for you, it's just a, a little sojourn up the road, really. It is. Yeah, I'm actually uh, not even leaving until the day I'm supposed to be there. Um, oh, just so I really can't be asked to stay in a hotel the night before. No, no. That's a lot of surfaces for you to wipe down. I don't think you can hear me, Andy, can you? I don't uh, think he I can. can. Do you know what? It did drop out for a minute. It dropped out for a minute. <laughs> I can hear you. But uh, Oh, my God. You know, I've got to do gonna... a shitload of editing now. <laughs> Outright state. Don't worry. Right. No one's going to do drop, yeah. <laughs> If I do drop, I won't be back. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Especially after the uh, thirty-five minutes of trying to get on in the first place. This <laughs> make exactly. him drop. Make him drop. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Kick. No, what's it? User has been kicked. What? Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I should tell you, folks up front. I I have got a signed for package. It's been delivered before one p.m. Given it's now ten o'clock. Uh, 10 past 10 on Friday morning. It's going to be delivered by 1pm, so I can guarantee it's going to be here in the next 50 minutes uh, without doubt. So if I suddenly disappear, I haven't dropped. I've just gone to the front door. Uh, or you could so, have dropped. Or I could have dropped, yeah, but, you know. Um, but then the listeners won't know that because they won't have an episode to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so. We need we need to think contingency. Yeah, we do, we do. So, blimey, hasn't it been hot this week? Jeez. I, um, <laughs> that's all I can think of. I lost all of Wednesday because it was just too hot. I could not work at all. I had the fan going. I've, I've spent a fortune on buying new fans for the place because I just, you know, you go from one room to another. It just seems to, like you're moving from one wet room to another. <laughs> it's not, not pleasant at all. You so, know, if the, if, if, the, if the fan's like a pedestal fan or something you can pick it up unplug it carry it to the other room plug it back i know in it's such a noise isn't it so i bought two more fans such a CISO, still like just trying to trying to solve every problem with technology 
what do we need? Let's just throw three more fans at it. I think they'll sort it out. <laughs> oh, dear me. It's so true. So true. So what have we got for you this week? Well, it will come as no surprise to anybody. We have uh, Tweet of the Week, Billy Big Balls, and a Rant of the Week. Those I can guarantee. Little people, I don't know. I mean, you know, Jav's not been... I think he's 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 what I've got a hit rate of maybe forty percent so far. You, you know, this like is so, I, I hit someone up for the little people two weeks ago, and they were off one week, and then they replied to me, and they said, "Oh, I'll get you something Saying this no. week." And <laughs> I will let you know later in the show. <laughs> uh, well, I'm pretty sure we don't, but there you go. <laughs> um. So, yes, I think we should march straight on into uh, our first uh, our, our first feature, which, as I'm very... Are you, try, uh, are you trying to look for the button? I'm looking for the button, yeah. Can you tell? <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to sort of make it seem like it's a seamless experience, but, you know, behind the scenes, here I am looking desperately for the button to tell you that it's now time for... Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week. Maybe you don't need a seamless experience. Maybe you need a seam experience. And if you're a seam provider out there, you can sponsor our show. (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) I like the leap. I like the leap. I mean, it's a big leap, but nice. (laughs) Nice. Anyway, I I hope you thought that that uh, particular jingle was worth it because I thought the timing on that was perfect. So much so that I'm going to do that again. So uh, we're going to line up Andy for this week's Tweet of the Week. And it will be no surprise that it is not InfoSec related at all. (laughs) (laughs) I think you dropped for a little bit there, Andy. I'm really not sure, but, but go on. Excellent. Okay. Well, we can fix this in post, right? <laughs> so I've got a busy day today. I haven't got much time to spend on this. <laughs> this week's tweet of the week is no surprise. It is not infosec related at all, um, and this is from someone called Jamie Premack, um, and it was a tweet which tickled my sense of humour. Uh, so this uh, lady posted, uh, she's got a friend who lives in the Hamptons and her 20-year-old son's been living with them since, uh, I guess, the start of the pandemic. Um, and so she says he's a junior going back to school. And she was cleaning his room and found a large box of cash. Um, and that cash is to the tune of $100,000. Now, if you uh, have a kid and you find $100,000 in their bedroom in cash, uh, you know, what are your first thoughts going to be? So uh, naturally, she thought, you know, oh, my God, it must be drugs. He must have. Well, (laughs) maybe it's drugs. Maybe he's stolen it. But no. Uh, So this uh, kid's dad actually forced him to tell the truth as to, you know, how he came across the money or else, you know, they're going to call the police and turn it in. So he confessed that in April he struck up a conversation with this uh, richer, older woman at a local sandwich shop. And, um, you know, they were talking about whether or not, you know, he had been tested and, you know, for, for COVID Has he stuff. been peddling he sandwiches? Negative. Uh, it, well, that's a lot of sandwiches to get 100 grand, I tell you. But um, like to get to the point of the story, he was basically um, 
a gigolo for all these rich older ladies across the Hamptons. Um, you know, he was COVID free. Um, and so from April to August, <laughs> he was uh, going around for $5,000 a time and, um, you know, ensuring these ladies were not lonely, um, you know, during a lockdown. <laughs> and, wow. um Fair play. Yeah. So I mean, you say it was COVID free. Uh, I don't know what he might, what else he might have come out with at the end of it, though. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's a <laughs> you got to balance this up, you know. But uh, yeah, it's, occupational hazards. Uh, but well, that's fair play. I mean, God. it's like elder yeah, care, isn't it? It's <laughs> elder care. It is. It's providing so it's, a service. Yeah. Well, exactly uh, that. And I think this is where a lot of the debate has come from, saying that you know it's disgraceful. Um, you know, a lot of people are saying that fair play to the young man. He's, I can't tell if he's 20 or 22. Um, but you know, people are sort of stigmatizing the whole sex work angle. Um, yeah. but you know, it's all consensual. Um, you know, there's some rich people getting something out of it, there's someone earning money getting something out of this. Um, you know, they're all adults. It's not like he's, uh, you know, in a people in a position of authority over him. No, um, that's right. You know, I mean, what would you do if you if you had a start in life with uh, an extra hundred grand of uh, cash? Uh, you know, how how would not, your life not, be different? And not to mention, like, you know how um, when you see a new security startup, and they'll be like, "Here are the three founders, and combined they have got a hundred years of experience." You know, that's how they position it, isn't it, in the industry? Here we go, and and, and he's ended up with like. 10,000 years of experience <laughs> at the ripe year of 22, age of 22 years. And I, okay, so if he's if he's charging five grand a pop, that's a, a, a maximum of 20 and 10,000 years of experience. So these ladies are each 500 years old? They might as well be, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm just, it's, I know it's the Hamptons, but is it some kind of witchy cabal? I don't know. It's <laughs> God, we keep we told you a million times not to exaggerate jab on this show. It, it just diminishes our our uh, our reputation and our integrity here. But but um, I I, I don't. Know. So what what happened? Did he keep the money? I mean, I hope so because that's that's how you start up Facebook at university, isn't it? With that kind of seed money. Sorry, the Facebook. Well, I mean, I I never uh, actually followed it through. Yeah, I never followed it through to the end, but uh, I, I'm happy that, um, you know, he's made some money. And that's there. why you'd never get 100000 <laughs> no, I, I actually read it through to the end, and I, I think his parents forced him to return the money. <laughs> what? You're kidding. Yeah. No, no. His parents forced him to return the money. So now it's even worse. Now it's like he'd done it for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that really is excellent. That's I mean, that, that Yeah, that is. I, I don't know. I mean, telling him... Sitting him down and saying, "Look, son, this is not exactly a career option," you know. Although he, he only needs to do it for a few years and he'd be set for life at that kind of rate, but no, but nonetheless, you know, sort of sitting him down and talking about, you know, well, whatever ethical or moral dilemmas they 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 might have in their own tiny minds, but but um, but telling him to give the money back, I mean, so so there's an episode of Friends, and I think they, I think it was Friends, and they found a briefcase. With the Ross. one where Ross banged an older lady was that the one? No, was that the episode? no, no, no. <laughs> I think I think they found like a briefcase with fifty grand in it or something. 
Oh, right. And, and one of them, this is a long time ago, my memory might be failing. Well, it was friends. Yeah. And uh, they go like, well, you've got to give it back. You've got it. And he goes, no, no, no. He goes like, okay, say you went into a phone booth. Okay, this is how you know it's an old. And there's a, <laughs> and there's a dollar change in the... Uh, in the in the in the change part of the, yeah, the yeah, phone yeah. Or, or on the floor, he goes, "Would you take it?" He goes, "Yeah, it's just a dollar. I take it." Guess what? Just think that we walk down fifty thousand phone booths. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and this is it. I mean, like, I think if if he was just going and say spending time with a, a lonely older person, just to like, how you doing? Maybe cleaning their house a bit, cleaning the pool. Just spending some time with them, doing bingo and, and or playing a quiz game, and you'd be like, "Oh, what a charming young person! He cares for the elderly, and he gets like ten dollars an hour." Yeah, you know. Uh, instead, he's just taken that to a more premium level, and all of a sudden, people are outraged. A slightly more personal level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I mean, host unknown does not endorse, you know, prostitution, you know, male or female or otherwise. But you know, I think that being said. It, I think it's it's, um, it's not prostitution. Okay, okay. It's a moral. That, that's it's, just it's, uh, that's just what it's oh. it's adult fun. It's consenting adults having fun. That's uh, that's yes. all it is. Uh, okay, we, we'll ask the question of our audience, Graham. You're probably listening with your son. <laughs> if you went into your son's room and you found a hundred grand in there, what would your position be? So bear in mind, he's I... twenty. Okay, he, this kid was twenty odd. The ladies were in their fifties. Uh, as I read down, <laughs> so it's um, if the ladies are in their fifties, that's he's not, doing. That's not even that isn't. old either. You know, it's it's not like they're being. You know, well, no, obviously they're young they're, for you, Tom. That, that's <laughs> <laughs> their mental faculties are not. You know, it's not like they're in their eighties and not really quite sure what's going on and handing the nice gentleman over who's, you know, been doing a puppet show for them uh, from his trousers uh, for five grand. They know yeah, exactly. exactly what they want. Exactly, exactly. So, ah, uh, very difficult. Wow, we move into murky moral waters on Host Unknown. I tell you, we 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 ask the hard questions. Yeah, let's get back to some uh, info section. We just do. Uh... Yeah, shall we? Anyway, that that was this week's tweet of the week. In the info sex territory. That one. Oh yeah, oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <clears throat> My goodness, I don't know. I don't know. So I I'm, I'm going to um where is the Hamptons anyway and can you move there? Uh, easily. <laughs> uh yeah, you'll know I, that I'm... these ladies are going for the younger gentleman Tom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> unless you're planning on pimping someone out, I think you're not the uh target market. <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's true. I'd have to get my wide-brimmed hat. So, ladies of the Hampton, if you want to sponsor this podcast, we will ship over Andrew Agnes to you. He's young (laughs) and full of energy. And always (laughs) smiles, no matter what you do to him. (laughs) Whether he likes it or not. Oh, dear me. So, yes, I mean, it's um, we we had a poor uh, InfoSec record last week, so hopefully... uh, we um, will get a little bit better this week. Um, so yeah, I, should we move straight on to the, the onto the Billy Big Balls? Yes, uh, I th- I think that would be a good idea. Uh, and this <laughs> one's me as well, actually. So um, me, it's time for this week's Billy Big Balls of the Week. 
I think I'm getting better at these jingles, don't you? Definitely getting better. Definitely, yeah. It's it's only taken 19 episodes, but I'm definitely getting better. Anyway, uh, this week, um, now, it was on LinkedIn, that lovely den of iniquity where um, you get all sorts of people saying all sorts of stupid things. In fact, do any of you follow, or do either of you follow Twitter's The State of LinkedIn? No, no. Have you heard? <laughs> that, you got to check it out. This is like a curated. Uh, is it a, just guessing by the name? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a curated a cu- list of the best of, or something. Is it? Yeah, it's a curated list of basically those fucking idiots on LinkedIn who like to post all sorts. You know, so it's everything from morning schedule, oh four thirty hours, got up, had a juice drink, went for my regular jog whilst doing, you know. Sudoku's in my head, <laughs> had a cold shower, uh, made a shot of Caribbean espresso, freshly ground coffee, you know, you know, that sort of thing, you know. Uh, so they curate those and it's, it's, they, yeah. they, they do like to, um, basically, there are some pompous asses out there on LinkedIn. Um, if you want an, another pompous Twitter account to follow, it's called VC Braggs. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm sure it's a very similar thing. It's very right? similar. It's all these uh, venture capitalists, like, you know, big big funders and um, <laughs> all the stuff that they come out with. It's uh, amazing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's so – they have all the self-awareness of a dog licking its balls in public. Um, it's, it is absolutely stunning, the things you can hear. Anyway, so on LinkedIn – not that I'm suggesting this particular gentleman has that level of self-awareness, but on uh, LinkedIn, a chap called uh, Taylor Lehman, in response to someone talking about cold calling and how they, you know, and, and uh, emails and stuff and how they're Someone from stuff. Netflix talking about it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Netflix. God, I wish they would stop with the autoplaying of their videos or their shows on the app. Really annoying. Anyway, um so I'm going, to, I'm going to read this out because I think it's uh, it, it, it warrants um, the full attention. So he says, uh, Taylor Lehman, he's the um, CISO at a US company called Athena Health, where actually a good friend of mine works. So if you are listening, I'm not going to say your name, but just in case you get singled out for this, um, I'm sure you wouldn't be. He says, uh, f- funny, I am literally not kidding. I have an alpha TI feed about – oh, sorry, my glasses are a bit crap here – about to be released called Taylor's List. It's basically comprised of any vendor who doesn't respect basic email decency or uses tactics like cold calling. In addition to the feed, we're engineering an Outlook rule plugins that filters out the nonsense and integrations into major VoIP platforms that automate call blocking. Yep, not kidding. So it's a pretty, um, pretty bold, almost a big ball statement there. But that's fine, you know. If you want to be, uh, uh, if you want to give people who are trying to earn earn a living a particularly hard time, rather than just ignoring them, uh, that's absolutely fine. The problem is his company or the company he works for, Athena Health, is currently hiring for what boils down to cold callers. 
Um, Lead generation specialist, right? (laughs) I think that's exactly what it is. um, Andy, you're going to have to use a bigger font on on your show notes. I can't can't deal with this. Not not without my readers on. Anyway, yeah, the the, the name of the title is basically it's, um, you know, organic sales development, something, something, something. It's ridiculous. But I'll... You look at the job description, it boils down to these people are going to be cold calling folks and sending emails to people through LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera, all to sell healthcare at the end of the day. You know, this is Athena Health, and we all know what a shit show that is in the US at the moment. But nonetheless, <laughs> you know, it is it is the current status of, of how you get health. Yeah. Let, 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 let's just, because I can zoom in on my screen, here are the three bullet points under job responsibilities. Ah, oh, perfect. Thank you. Articulate Athena's health value to potential prospects via various outlets, including phone and online. Leverage internal and external resources to generate new leads while tracking all outreach in Salesforce. And number three, develop and implement new and creative outreach strategies to help penetrate market. So that means, um, you know, calling people up and telling them some, some shaggy dog story, you know, to, to get them in. But someone did come to the rescue here, uh, Josh Edelman. Um, he he uh, and this is all this is all in public on in the public forum on uh, on LinkedIn. It says must be nice to float through life with no idea how your salary is being paid for, <laughs> which is very true. <laughs> Which is very true. I, I, I just that's, that's I love that. I love that. And it, it's, you know, in fact, uh, I think it was last year at RSA, Jav, you, you and I, you, you recorded a little segment with me. And we, were, we were talking about how people at conferences always give vendors a hard time, you know, about how they're hard selling and all that, sort, you know, and how they're, you know, shameless plug-in and all that sort of thing. And yet very happy to drink their alcohol, to go to their parties, to take their swag, to do, do you know what I mean? To 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 read the white papers that they sponsor, to go to the events that they sponsor, all that sort of to go to RSA to meet people, you know, to meet their friends and colleagues and network, etc. Which at the end of the day is paid for by sponsors, as well as, you know, personal contributions as well. I agree. It's a ticketed uh, event. But um, you know, and but people are very very happy to to basically shit on these people, and yet also very happy to take what benefits them. Now I don't personally like cold calling. I get um, a huge amount of this stuff on LinkedIn every day. If I have another person who asks me if I want to take my CISM exam, you know, or something <laughs> like that, I I I just get very upset. But you know, it's it's a bit like. You know, they're a necessary evil. For every hundred emails they send out like that or messages, they might get one back, and that's that's fine. They get the response they need, etc. And someone gets the service they need. Brilliant. But in the sense that you don't feed the trolls, don't don't feed the um, the salespeople that are um, you know do that are sending you these messages, and they will stop or hit the unsubscribe button or don't. Don't put your email address in to download a particular white paper that is of particular interest to you, um, thinking you can get somebody's hard, hard-earned research for free um, and for nothing at all. So there's there's got to be a quid pro quo on anything. So, um, 
yeah, uh, Billy Big Balls, maybe closer to a rant, maybe. But I, you know, I do think um, this this guy is trying to show he's, he's showing some big balls by by putting this out there. But I think it's it's exposing his Billy Big Balls more than actually celebrating them, in my humble opinion. <laughs> Did I stretch that analogy far enough? Hit the jingle, Tom. Hit the jingle. Hit the jingle. Okay, and that was this week's. <laughs> Billy Big Balls of the Week. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> what do you mean, close enough? That was good. Spot on. Shall we go on to uh, see what our industry PA newswire stig has been doing? <laughs> I tell you, it just roll. I tell you, it's it's like it, you know, you're just thinking these words and they're coming out naturally, and it's you know, there's uh, no reason. Hold on, let me look at the show notes. Wait. Hold on, let me make this sound casual. Andy, Tom, <laughs> our reliable sources at the InfoSecure <laughs> Newswire have been very busy bringing us the latest and greatest security news from around the globe. Why don't we see I... what they have to say? Indeed. Do you know, some say about our InfoSec Stig, some say, and I'm trying to think of something really bizarre to say about him, you know, because I watched an episode of Old Top Gear the other day and I thought we need to do some of that for our, uh, um, for, for our InfoSec Stig. You know, if they if they if, if they can talk about weird stuff about their stick, we should do the same about ours. So, uh, what what weird um uh what weird facts could we say about our infosec stick? Uh, he supports a crap football team. Some say infosec stick supports a terrible football team, but he still pays for a season ticket. Wow, that that is literally the definition of supporting a crap football team. <laughs> there's no <laughs> but, there's no about it. It's uh... oh dear. I, I think we should probably cut our losses on this one. <laughs> Andy, get your script writing out. We need to do some more of those next week. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on to this week's industry news. Capital One fined eighty million for twenty nineteen breach. Industry news. MCSC offers seven question guidance on cyber insurance. Industry news. British MSPs apply for government furlough scheme. Industry news. Incident response exercises not taken seriously. Industry by news. <laughs> They'll fill it in. Don't Fish- worry. Phishing tactic targets Verizon users' credentials. Industry news. Why am I being shortchanged on the stories this week? Industry news. And that was this week's... Industry news. Wow. Huge if true. (laughs) (laughs) I tell you, that last story is the one that got me. (laughs) We, um... Yeah, I did, like I did give a trigger warning for that phrase. <laughs> absolutely should sink this episode. But uh, secondly, um, obviously there are a couple of other topics which we haven't discussed yet. Um, the first one being uh, the NCC um, Crest training materials, which were made available online, if you recall that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Is Just it to bring it back to some info sets. Uh, I well for research purposes, I believe you're allowed to download them because they're on a public forum, right? They were. They they've been removed since, uh, but copies right, have okay. have been out but, and about. But 
asking for a friend, if 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 for instance said friend had downloaded them or been sent a copy by another friend, could they you know use them without fear of retribution? Uh, well, I think I think as long as you're not reselling them, uh, and in theory. Uh, you know, from what I understand, you could probably ask a um, friend of the show, Gav Holt, who uh, who wrote some of the materials, according to the, um, the Gavin notes. Holt. <laughs> Gav, there's a name I haven't heard for a while, not since I read some particular materials the other day. But uh, um, Gavin Holt, if you're listening, friend of the show, how are you, sir? How are you? You're not still working for NCC, are you? Blimey. Well, he's probably got abandonment issues after uh, when he first joined InfoSec. He had a mentor. <laughs> Who is going to uh, stand with Did him he? through uh, through his first ever speech at uh, his first ever That's talk right. at B Sides London? And um, well, I mean, on I mean, actual I mean, show day, his mentor like yeah. just fucked off to Infosec and left him. Uh, really? Yeah. <laughs> who would do Absolutely that? That's, that is outrageous. That is the, so low, honestly. That's appalling. The the only circumstance I could think of that was acceptable was if if said mentor had a, you know a. Uh, an already pre-established appointment, you know, such as, for instance, being on a panel or something like that, that uh, that they they couldn't avoid without seeming unprofessional. But you know, outside of that kind of circumstance, that's appalling. So, so it's clear that the mentor is more interested in in furthering their own sort of like image as opposed to helping someone new in the industry for which they signed up to do. That's well. I mean, that's, that's one way of looking at it. But, you know, said mentor would also have spent many, many hours in the previous weeks uh, working with Gavin to to um, help him on this, on, on, on his journey to becoming a public speaker and had explained the circumstances. And um, Gavin, you know, may well have been extremely happy with that. Just saying. Just you saying. know, I'm going to... See if Gavin can be Billy Big, uh, the, our little person for next week. We can get his side <laughs> of the story. Have you met Gav? He's not a little person. I know he's well. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask him. Okay. Well, I mean, he's got twenty minutes to come on and do it now. I mean, <laughs> that would be fun. I would be impressed, Jav, if in the next ten minutes you could get him online here. Um, to do a little people live. You know that's not going to happen. What, you mean you'd fail in a, such a simple task? <laughs> it's because I don't have any of his contact details. I can't remember what his Twitter handle is either. Is it Gav- Gav.holt at ncgroup.co.uk. I don't know. <laughs> is that is that PI? Have I, have I just um, openly shared some PI with, I don't know, 107 people? Oh dear! Right, so I actually perhaps there is a company that could do with a bit of a uh, a boost to their their image right now. Um, you know, said company who we were just talking about, maybe. Uh, and so, if if said company that Gav Holt may or may not still work for, I don't know, is listening, this could be you. Host unknown, sponsored by. NCC You don't lose documents. Uh, yeah, so it's not uh, .com, it's .trust. Um, NCCgroup.trust uh, is the email address we gave. Um, so Seriously, I, uh, .trust? What is .trust? Uh, yeah. uh, I, well, this used to be their email address. They may have in... switched it. 
I mean, yeah, it's been a while since I've actually. Uh, I'm just looking through my emails now since I last emailed him at work. Um, it, yeah. It's been about four years, uh, truthfully. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he used to he be. He may have got trust. married and changed his name. Yeah, but they they switched their um, uh, email addresses to dot com. Uh, uh, I don't know, maybe like a year ago. Um, so they change them every year. So this year it's dot trust, and next year it's I don't know dot dot org. It, it, it's it's like the uh, rotating passwords every ninety days. They have to change the domain. <laughs> it's it's six purposes, isn't it? It's just like, oh. So get off these unsubscribe lists. Uh, you know when you get spammed. <laughs> oh dear. Right, Jav. I can hear you rapidly typing in the background. Let me go on mute then. Well, you best not, because you're on next. Is he? He's got on mute. I can't believe. All right, let's put him on 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 the spot here. Okay, so okay, yes, no. Jav, over to you now. Sorry, what? <laughs> over to you now for this week's rant of the week. Hold on, let me just read what Andy's written for me to be my rant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can't script this amount of fun. No, no, no. See, this is where, where clearly Junior is right on the money. Um, Absolutely. I'm out of here. I quit. Fuck you guys are just killing all my delivery. It's if, if you hold on a little bit longer, Andy, you'll be out anyway because, you know, you, 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 your computer will probably lock you out again. So this is actually based on a tweet by Vess on security. Um, so I'll, I'll just read through the, the, what, what the show notes. Posted. The show notes, yeah. And it literally has the link to the tweet in it. And we'll we'll pretend that we haven't heard it before as well. How's that? that, Stop. Uh, No, for our listeners, not for you two. I I speak to more people than just you two. There's Graham, there's his son, there's probably Tom's Tom's mum. All of these people need to know what what, what we're talking about here. Yeah, they all need to know. Okay, so Vess said his mum got a monthly bill from a mobile phone provider but can't open it because it was zip file protected with a password. So Vess was like, oh, that's a common trick. Scammers send malware like this to bypass email gateway scanners. So mum's like, take a look. So I do. Email headers look perfectly okay. It really does look it like it came from the mobile provider. Is this some new trick? Uh, the message is correctly by name. Maybe they got the detail from somewhere. Um, you know, what have you. The password is my date of birth. So year, month, day. Okay, that's not hard to find either. But, you know, it might be a super targeted uh, attack. Um, you know, you can see the archive and there's a PDF file within there. So taking all precautions, I open the PDF file within a virtual machine with no internet connection. And it actually is the monthly phone bill. <laughs> it's not an attack. Oh my God. Um, is, this, is this like a, is this like a, a, a new schema they put in place? <laughs> I, I, I have no idea. I have no idea. But th- this, this is a, a rant because this kind of thing annoys me in the sense that what's the point in telling people, oh, these are the tricks that scammers use, and then the, the actual provide, legit providers adopt those very same tactics. 
Yeah. It's like it's like banks. They they they'll send you a reminder every now and then, say, "Oh, never click on any links, never dis- disclose anything." And if you want to read our privacy policy, click on this link over here. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's you know, right. it's just so counterproductive. It, it, it's no wonder that people really, really struggle to differentiate between what's legit and what's not. It, it, it's a bit like what another thing that grinds my gears when you get a call from your bank saying, "Hey, we're calling from the fraud department." Uh, because there's been some unusual activity. And then they try to get you to validate to them that you are yes. the account holder. Where it's like, hey, that you're calling me. me. You prove to me that you're actually the bank. Um, yeah, you, you tell me my my uh, account number and address, and then maybe I'll believe you. Yeah, exactly. Or send me, you know, send me a message to say, hey, look at the number on the back of your card, phone that one up, and... You know, we, we'll talk to you about some fraud and activity. There's so many better ways to go about it. But yeah. I think this is why people get so confused. And it, it's, it feels like such an uphill battle because there's so much conflicting advice out there. And, yeah. and it's just annoying as hell. I mean I, I, I mean, I work for a security awareness provider, know before, the world's best and uh, most loved um, security awareness and training uh, provider out there in the world ranked number one a leader in Hang the on, Gartner so Magic Quadrant were you guys involved in some uh, sorry I'm just you, I'm just adding some dubious activities this week weren't you oh that's right yeah we, <laughs> no. we, we whoa, heard about whoa. this early this week <laughs> some very dodgy <laughs> some dodgy of... marketing activities going on there yeah I don't know. registering okay. competitor brand jacking basically brand yeah, jacking from, weren't you your you competitors know, and, or and, something you know, was... Attacking a smaller company, you know, who's not really a threat to you, and there you are, just no, you know, brazenly getting derailed. Okay, you want to run? Here's a rant, yeah. <laughs> right, it worked, Andy. A, it a worked. company <laughs> had a sort of kind of like lookalike domain registered by somebody and redirected to know before. And this is a small company. I had never even heard of it prior to this, yeah. No, I hadn't. I have to say. And, and and their owner, CEO founder, instead of like calling us up maybe to say, hey, no before, do you know that are you aware of this? Why have you done this? No. This isn't right. <laughs> they, they 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 took the most sensible course of action, which is what you know every teenager would do these days. Uh, Go on LinkedIn and rant and rumble about how no before I engaged in unethical practices and this, that, the other. And and so like our CEO, our CISO, our chief evangelist, everyone's commenting on this saying, hey, you should have called us. It's definitely not us. We absolutely don't don't condone this whatsoever. Uh, that post stayed up for a couple of days and then he took it down. And then yesterday he he put up another post saying, uh, yeah, you know. It wasn't no before. They're working with us to help us try and figure out who who done it, and you know it's not them. But you know, again, because it's social media, people jump on it. So as soon as the first oh, yeah. post was posted, it's like, yes, I never like those people anyway. Oh, they're fuckers. They're this. They're that. You know, <laughs> it, it's just this is just the nature of of, uh, of social media. It's just such a cesspool of like horribleness and. <laughs> You know, and, and, and like, you know, we even we even had like um, you know some customers call up saying, "Hey, what is this all about?" I think there's one or two potential deals uh, that were that were you know put on hold or cancelled because they were like, "Hey, we're not sure we want to do business with an unethical company like yours." Um, so so that's like eroded trust that you, you're never going to win back really because people make up their minds very quickly when they see something like that. So. It, it, 
It is pitchforks, literally pitchforks. And and you know what? That doesn't reflect well on any party. It's it's the the party that that you know. And and I feel for them that someone registered a lookalike domain and pointed it to know before. I feel for them that that's not a pleasant situation to be in. But but you know, to go out and 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 make accusations like that because people out there they just want to grab their popcorn and have a good time. They don't care about what the truth is. They, you know, vendor bashing is is like you know the third favourite uh, hobby of um, ev- every security professional out there. After seal bashing and, um, I don't know, and, baby uh, eating. And, and visiting, visiting the, um, oh, I've forgotten the name. Where the, uh, the Hamptons. The Hamptons, that's it, yes. <laughs> don't worry, Jav, i got your back when it comes to off-the-cuff jokes. Thank you. <laughs> I tell you what, Andy. I think we hit a raw nerve there, don't we? We did. I was just waiting. I was just drilling for that nerve just to see yeah. see whether we could get it going. We the, managed to get it. The artistry in that drilling was was. I mean, it was something to behold. I really hate you guys. I'm just. I'm this just looking at Jav. See, see, then Graham's going to get the impression. Oh, Jav's a really angry young man, isn't he? He's, <laughs> he is well, really. I don't know. He doesn't come across like that when you meet him, but he's really. Like, let me know when he stopped, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at Jav's waveform. It's like, oh my god! I'm gonna have to, you know, put the volume down on this one again. <laughs> that, that mirrors my heart palpitations at the moment. So. <laughs> oh, but dear. I think I do think you, in all seriousness, Jav. I think it's a really good point, and it goes back to you know those LinkedIn comments, right, where people just post without thinking, and the state of LinkedIn. You know stuff, which again, check out that that uh, that 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 um, uh, a Twitter account. But yeah, that when I when I first read that, I uh, you know my initial thought was blimey, I didn't think no before would do something like that. Um, but I also thought, why is he telling us in LinkedIn? Why is he not talking to you know the 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 leadership of of no before? Why is he, you know, what possible, what's the best outcome this guy's looking for? But do you know what you know, my, before- my first thought was, was um, why didn't he just register that other domain? Because it was literally well, yeah. his domain without a hyphen. You know, and I always think if you're yeah. going to have a hyphenated domain, you need to get the one without a hyphen as well. This is just, yeah. you know, brand management 101. Like whether you're a startup or not, don't tell me you can't afford $12 to register a domain. You know, I'm just not yeah. buying that at all. Well, you um, have to do it early on as well, because I was talking to a, a company yesterday, and they're they're pushing out into Australia, and they've got a .co.uk domain, um, and they were looking at getting a .au, not a problem, um, but also because it's international to get a .com for their particular um, domain name, which is now four thousand pounds that they might have to shell out. Whereas if they registered it when nobody wanted it at all. You know, years ago, yeah. before before somebody, you know, went through some register and said, "Oh, there's some, there's a company there with a dot code at UK. I think I'll, you know, spend twelve quid and speculate, um, getting the dot com, and then I can sell it for whatever I want." So it's kind of like you got to do it up front, you know. Yeah. Um, even as a startup, even just a couple of them, you know, just a dot code at UK and a dot com, a simple one like that would would help, right? Yeah. You, you, mean like, those? you mean like if we'd got hostsunknown.com? Uh, that <laughs> wasn't available, actually. That was not available at the well, time. Well, it's available for sale if you go to it now. There's a phone number there. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't at the silly time. Silly money. Silly money. Um, do you remember yeah. the old uh, scams back in the, the Domain Registry Association of America or something, DRAA, where they would send... Uh, they, they would look on the Who Is registry for oh, domains. Oh, they send renewals. Yeah, and they'd send renewals, and people would just pay them. Like we used to get them at our company a lot as well, and they'd sort of come across my desk saying, like, you know, do we need to pay this? And it'd be like, no, it's a scam. Um, but around the same time, we had this. Um, you know, we receive an email saying, hey, look, you know, your domain's available. Uh, you know, someone's registered your domain in such and such a country, but we can get it for you. Um, yes. You know, this is the price. Um, however, if you actually, you know, it, it seems like it was, it wasn't outrageous price, but it was like, man, what a pain. Like, you know, if you want to get this, this name for this country, we should, you know, pay these guys. Um, but if you actually checked, they didn't even own the domain at the time. You know, what they were actually doing was just looking. They're brokering. Well, they weren't even like, I mean, the domains were actually available to register. Um, oh my god! So they were just speculating that someone's going to say, you know, no, someone's not going to check, uh, and they were going to say, "Oh, actually, we want to get this, um, you know, because some, someone else is uh, applying to have it as a copyright or uh, applying to trademark it in another country. That will cause us problems." Um, so you know, that one's like brokering, but without actually any upfront costs. <laughs> you know, not actually having someone own it in the first place. How, how many domain names does your company have, Andy? Because it's you know a global company. <laughs> well, as you know, that this, obviously uh, with a lot of brands. This did come up in conversation this week. We have just under forty thousand domain names uh, registered. That's a lot of twelve dollars. That's a lot of twelve dollars. Don't get me wrong. Uh, and you know, I'm not saying everyone has to do that, but you know, as you know, we are uh, a large global company, and um, you know, we acquire a lot of companies as well, which each come with their own yeah, brands yeah, yeah. that we have to support. So, so you kind of exponentially grow then as well. So, yeah, for sure. But it's you know, but you know, even just taking it back to the the basics, you know, you'd have your company name, company name with a misspelling, yeah. um, and then potentially a company name sucks dot com as well, which <laughs> used to be a common thing people started doing in the early noughties to. Uh, uh, you know, just to protect the brand a bit more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But forty thousand uh, times twelve dollars, assuming you don't get a discount or anything, is like just. That's about five hundred <laughs> years old, isn't it, Jeff? Excuse me. It's about just under half a million, which um, which yeah, is actually, it's not a lot of money. Which is not a lot of money for a large. It's it's the cost of doing business. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, like you know, of course, our, our young lad from the Hamptons could make that money in like six months, but. You know, that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's right. Perhaps he was saving up to uh, domain squat. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> See, it did have an infosec element to it. <laughs> oh dear. So, Jeff, thank you. That I think was a double rant of the week. So perhaps we could do a rant, rant, rant of the week. There you go. Trying to get really fancy with your. It's, it's like that. me. I, am like a DJ scratching, you know. With that, that was that was. I tell you, that was class. That was <laughs> DJ scratching his balls more like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is my camera on? No. no. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh dear me. So yeah, that was that was um that was a good rant, especially especially given we got a good chunk of you ranting there for real. Not just from the script. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we, we managed to get the topic you were going to avoid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even in a backup topic, you know, like any news from DEFCON. 
I have mean, we that, got that any was, news from Defcon? That, that was more of a I mean, question, really. I've not really, yeah. <laughs> not really seen. I've anything. not heard anything, no. or at least nothing but, like well, what it. I think is. the best thing about Defcon this year is that there's been no uh, reported instance of harassment. <laughs> this is true. This is true, and and also no theatrics about anything either. No, no, no one was like you know selling nudes in order to get the ticket to get to Defcon either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I didn't have to uh, pay for a ticket this year, so didn't make much money last year either. No. <laughs> oh dear. So yeah, DefCon very quiet, very quiet, and also a, a, a bit of a welcome break. I have to say because sometimes the, the the Twitter feed just fills with well, to be to be blunt, stuff I don't understand. So uh, um, rather than at the moment, stuff I just don't care about. But you will understand it soon enough once you pass your crest exam, won't you, Tom? Yeah, if only I could get my hands on some materials. <laughs> if, if anybody could send them to me, that'd be lovely. As long as, um, as long as it's legal, I, I do not accept stolen goods at all. They're not, not one. They're not stolen. It's a backup copy. Oh, it's a, it's a stolen backup. Offsite right. backup copy. Offsite. Yeah. Yeah, actually we're helping NCC here by spreading their backups incredibly wide. <laughs> There's got to be a system like that available. Anyway, so I think that brings us to the end. I can't believe we've been going for like fifty-five minutes. I can. Um, it's felt like four hours, isn't it? It's- yeah, or about or about twenty minutes after the edit. But um but yeah, it's it's this this has just absolutely flown by, I have to say. Gentlemen, thank you very much. I'm not even going to bother asking Jaff if he's got a little people. It's it's pointless. You know, forget even. You know what? I had a really good one, but after what you two have done to me today, I'm, I'm not going to release it. No, I'm going you're to not going to calm down. You're not going to send it to me to play through through my little soundboards. No, no, I'm not. I'm okay. Not. Maybe okay. I'm just going to have my own spin-off show next week, just called Jab and the Little People. Jab and, and the Little. <laughs> what well, you're going to invite your kids on? <laughs> Maybe there'll be more fun Javin than little, Javin and little people sounds like a dodgy seventies kids show. <laughs> well, yeah, be careful which direction that one goes. <laughs> what? Well, kids, the uh, and the little people <laughs> presenters of uh, TV shows in the in the past have not fared well. Uh, no. Not yeah, been, so, not not been Britain, judged anyway. kindly by history. <laughs> no, 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 that's right. But they were all white, so I'm all right. Oh, I'm not going. I'm not touching that with a foot, fifty foot bar. <laughs> yeah, that's not a said. chance. That, that's what not I said when I was on the Jim will fix it show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, no, no! <laughs> that's what you oh. said when you were on the Jim will fix it show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Ouch! Oh no! 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 no. no. That's what Jav said when he was on the (laughs) (laughs) Right, we need to kill him. I'm just signing off now, so screw you guys. Thank you to our three listeners. Don't listen to the show. Uh, Goodbye. Oh, my God. Jav, thank you very much indeed for your uh, lovely contributions today. Appreciate it, sir. Get lost. Thank you, Andy. (laughs) Stay secure, my friends. (laughs) Stay secure. Host Unknown, the podcast, was written, 
performed and produced by Andrew Agnes, Javad Malik and Tom Langford. Copyright 2015 or something like that. Insert legal agreements here as applicable and binding in your country of residence. We thank you. I've got tears running down my face. Oh, man. <laughs> like all the kids at the gym will fix it, show. Oh, no! <laughs> oh, no, no. Please. Uh, is that your catchphrase now for the next week? <laughs> uh, it took me a while uh, to I wake think up. I, prefer, uh, I think I prefer Jav's, that's what she said every fucking time we say anything. Now it's going to be Andy's. Oh, no, what, no, no. no, no yes, the gym no. will fix it. We're not making that a thing. <laughs>